0: Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman, the show for spiritually rooted women who are hungry for change and growth. I am your host, Natalie Warren, and my mission as a personal development strategist and inner healer is to inspire, educate, and motivate women worldwide to stop limiting themselves and settling for less than what they want and were created to be. If you are ready to transform your life by getting out of your own way, hearing your soul's voice above the noise, and activating your life's purpose, you are at the best place. Let's tune in to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman podcast. I'm excited about us Talking about a topic of time today and how time has been affecting our lives. Honestly, preparing for this podcast, I started to feel the pressure of time. And we're going to talk about how you can take charge of your time and your life in this episode because I realized as I even was preparing for this, the anxiety and stress and overwhelm I felt just thinking about time. So We're going to look at some of that in this episode. We're going to talk about how you may view time, how it's impacting your life, and some subtle shifts you can make to improve your life as well as your perception of time. Are you one that often thinks about time as something that you have wasted? Think about your life. Think about how you perceive things and ask yourself, Do I often feel like I have wasted time? I know maybe in your life, you haven't done all the things that you wanted or you missed in some ways opportunities and you think to yourself, if I would have done something different, my life would have been different. Many times a lot of people have regrets or they have worries or even some sadness about the past and how they may feel like they've wasted time. Then there are the others of us or many of us that really start to think of time as something that we don't have enough of. We feel we don't have enough time, even though we're all given 24 hours in a day. It sometimes can feel like we need more. And either side, whether we feel we have wasted it or we don't have enough of it, can cause us to feel very much anxiety, worry, stress, sadness, regret. And so today I really want to focus on this time and where you see yourself with it, how you're managing what you have, and how maybe you can improve your thoughts and feelings about it to change your life. So when I think about time management, there's so many tools and techniques that are out there in regards to how you can manage your time differently. But I also don't want us to become so consumed with managing the time that we lose the ability to affect our lives and actually shift time and our lives. And so some of us are very quality-driven when we think about time management. We're really quality-driven in the sense of we have all of these systems in place so that we can do more. We can accomplish more. And when we typically have that type of mindset, we are very competitive in nature. We are wanting to compare our productivity Productivity with how others are performing. And we feel or we may feel that free time is something that we have to earn. So you say, you know what, I can't do that until I get this stuff done. As if you have to earn time. Another way of seeing it, if we're managing our time in this way, is that we are transactional. You put in the time, you get time back. This idea of there's this kind of exchange in regards to time. And then if we have those type of thinking, or that type of thinking, we then may be guilty of being very logical with time. And time is measured only by a clock. For some of you, even right now, as you're listening to this podcast, or even today, you have been watching time and watching the clock. And that's a way of thinking of time, managing time. And it has its advantages and it has its disadvantages. There's another way of looking at time. And here are some of those descriptors or qualities of that. Maybe you are more quality focused in time, where you use time systems to create space and freedom. And this allows you to feel like you're more meaningful and you have more meaningful things. Another idea or way of describing yourself is could be or could be that you're more self-referring when it comes to time. And what matters is what you're doing the most. What matters the most is what you're doing the most. Another way of looking at it from this perspective could be that you feel like you're in charge of your time. And things need to be earned. Things need to earn your time and your attention. You're not giving it to just anything and everything. Relational with time. This might look like you relate with the moment. And if you're in the present moment, which is where I encourage us all to be, then it is about giving and receiving. And it happens at the same time. Another perspective with this type of thinking, if we view time in this way, is that time can be expanded and contracted by energy. That's kind of this magical way of seeing time. You accomplish a day's work in an hour and you get an hour's worth of rest. And it can kind of be very different than kind of logical thinking of time. Regardless of whether you see yourself as the first set of descriptors that I mentioned about time or the second because they both have their advantages and their disadvantages, I really want you, as we're going through this episode, to really assess how you are viewing time and asking yourself, even with the things that you have on your plate that are consuming time, is this something that I need that sustains me or is it something that I am doing that exhausts me? And I got a lot of this information as I was reading over Firestarters. I love the book, Firestarters. It's kind of this workbook that helps you with different things. Um, And so I got some of this information from there as I was reading it. I really thought about time and taking ownership of your time. How many of us are really doing that? We're really taking ownership of our time versus thinking about it as we're just out of time. And what does it look like when you're owning your time? So, here are some personas that are uh, by Gay Hendrix. Gay Hendrix has some personas about time that I thought were really interesting. And I wanted you to see where you see yourself in regards to a timekeeper and taking ownership of your time. Are you the time cop? And the time cop really is focused on counting the minutes if you count the minutes, you'll always be on time. Is that your idea or view or perception of time? Are you the time slacker? The time slacker. Without judgment, I want you to see where you are. Where you kind of think that the biggest problem, you're always thinking, what's the biggest problem? I'm only five minutes late. I know I'm, I'm really bad for this one where I tend to be late a lot. And even with good intentions of me waking up early or trying to get the kids to, um, stuff out the night before, somehow I end up being late. And so at times I probably could be a time slacker where I'm thinking, you know, what's the big deal? I'm only a minute late. I'm only a five minutes late. You know, they never start on time Are those kind of thoughts. Another one that I want us to look at, um, as she describes in the book. It's really about a time hacker. A time hacker really aspires to kind of use time for its advantage. So the four hour work week is a really popular book that gives some really great strategies on how to hack time. And essentially, you can outsource as much as you can right, of your life and build boundaries around your availability, which allows you more time to play. Time to rest and do the things that you really enjoy. And then there are these that may be considered time benders. Time benders is really based off of the Einstein way of thinking that time is a construct. And it's so fluent and abundant that our mindset can create abundance of time when there's no real change in time. And I ask you to think about it. What do you think in regards to where you are out of those four? Do you see yourself in any of those? Because this is so important when we really think about how we are managing our time. And so with that, as I'm talking about taking charge of your time in your life, I want to give you some practical strategies in regards to how you can better manage the time that you have, how you can better be in control, and take ownership of time. We really think about time as we're thinking about strategies. Think about it as if it's a tube of toothpaste. And what we know is toothpaste, getting it out of that tube, really requires you to be intentional and to really work to get it out And you really want to, if you're like me, you want to use it up to the capacity, right, that it has. So whether that means I'm squeezing it, I'm twisting it. Some people even get really creative by even cutting it to get all of it out, to be able to maximize all of the time and really take responsibility for your time, ownership of your time. So here are some strategies that I want you to be mindful of in regards to how you can do that. And one of them, which I think we often tell ourselves we do well, but we don't, is to avoid multitasking. How many times do you do that? I know, even right now, while I'm doing this podcast, my mind is thinking of all these other things and I'm attempting to multitask. But it's so unhealthy for us for the reasons of it really teaches our minds not to be focused. It really makes it hard for us to quiet the noise in our heads because the mind is so used to jumping around all the time. So a strategy for you to take ownership of your time and really um, take responsibility for it is to avoid multitasking. Another thing I think is so important is being realistic about what you can do with the time that you have. So often we create very long to-do lists. We overextend ourselves and we create unrealistic expectations for our time. I know you probably are guilty even as you're listening to this podcast. There's so many other things that you're doing or want to do. You could put yourself in a position where you're not able to manage the time because you have it yourself and really not taking control over your time another way of really being able to do this to be able to take control over your time and your life is to do another simple thing which is prioritize listen I love teaching about the inner critics but there's an inner critic that tells you everything has to be done and it has to be done right now and by you. And with that type of thinking, we don't prioritize. We don't prioritize the things that are most important. And in a world where there's so many things jumping at us, at any moment you have something coming at you. There's a text message that's coming through. There's a notification from social media that's coming through. There's something that's pulling for your attention. But being able to prioritize And not piling up all these things on our schedules can help you with taking ownership of your time. Another important key is to really be intentional with you taking control of your time and not allowing things that aren't important to do that. For example, you wake up in the morning. How many of us take the time to settle to even let our eyes open fully. To say a prayer or a meditation. To really, really set the tone for our day and our life. It's how we can do that. How we can take ownership of our time. How we can take ownership of our lives. So important. So important. For us to be able to do these things and do them consistently. Taking ownership of your time looks like setting healthy boundaries. Saying no when you want to say no. Not apologizing, but really being able and comfortable with saying no. And taking back your time. And that might even be saying no to yourself. Oftentimes we think of it as saying no to other people. But maybe on your schedule, you have all these things that need to be done, but your body is telling you that you're tired. And so instead of pushing yourself beyond the limit, you set a boundary even with yourself to say, no, I know this needs to be done, but my body is tired, so I need to rest. I know that I have all these meetings or I have all of these engagements that I think I need to be at, but right now I'm feeling exhausted. I feel like I need to sit and cook me a healthy meal. That's another way of you taking ownership taking control of your time and your life another important way that we can do this in regards to taking ownership of our time and taking control of our time is to set goals set a goal and it doesn't have to be a long goal or a hard goal or a challenging goal but setting a goal for yourself of what you want to accomplish that day And sometimes for me, it's the three things that I need to do today. There are always more than three things that probably could be done. But I tend to say, okay, what are the three things that I can do? And if I get the three things done, then I feel really great. If I go beyond that, I'm feeling, you know, fantastic. But being able to do that helps you to manage your time and your life. I'm going to give one more tip. Another way to manage our times and really take charge is to find out where your time is going. Find out what are those time robbers, those energy drainers, those things that are robbing you of your time and seeing where you can make some small changes in regards to taking back control of your time and your life so that you can do more of the things that you enjoy that you can be more present with your family, with your friends, that you can take time away to recoup, relax, recharge, renew. All of those things are so important that oftentimes we miss. Oftentimes we miss in regards to our time. I am thankful that today you chose to spend your time with me on this podcast and really listening in to how you can take ownership of your time, take control over your time and your life and not be so passive in what you typically do in autopilot and just going through things and feeling like either you've wasted time or you don't have enough of it. I didn't say this earlier, but when we have the belief that we don't have enough time and life teaches that teaches us that in so many ways we don't have enough money we don't have enough power we don't have enough control we don't have enough influence all of the enoughs oftentimes we internalize those messages and we will say that we are not enough but as i'm thinking about you taking back control of time and your life i want to leave you with the reminder that you are enough just the way you are just the mere, pre- just your mere presence is enough. The fact that you were born makes you enough. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. I enjoy supporting you. Know who you are and were created to be. And you are here because you want to show up in the world and be the woman you were created to be. I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. If you liked our show and want to know more, check us out at wwwawaken thenumber 2 powercom You can also leave us a review on iTunes and we would love to hear your feedback. Join us next week for another episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman.